Yeah, so she basically tells me there's something on Block Island named after me. Yeah, no, I, but that's yeah. ever It's dodgeball. It's not just on Block People play I, that everywhere. I think you're a little bit off on that one. Well, no, there's the Dodge family and the Ball family the, on Block Island. Oh, yeah. Where do you think it came from? I guess that's it. That's what it is, right? It, it must be. It's got it. Oh, wait, huh. hey, what? Uh, we're rolling. All right, well, then let's roll. I'm Rich. And I'm Mark. And we are Two, two guys, guys on Block Island. Okay, super excited about our guest today. All right? Me too. Yeah, yeah. She's an old friend of mine. I feel like I always say that. I'm like, oh, it's a really old friend of mine. I have a lot of old friends. And I don't mean yeah. old in the sense of like you're an old person, but like we go way back. So uh, actually, our guest is one of the first people I met when I came to the island my first summer. She's part of the crew that I ran with, right? Really? Her and her brothers and her cousins, like, you know, we ran deep. Okay. Deep. Her family yeah. is, goes back on this island. Lots I'm, of history. I'm, I'm expecting Lots some good history. stories. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. And our guest is, of course, none other than my good friend, Amy Dodge. Hello, Amy. Hi, Hello, guys. Hi, Amy. Hi. How's yeah. it going? Good. How are you guys? Great. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, yeah. Not half is... as excited as no, me. No. <laughs> I'm pretty darn excited. Let me Look tell at you. how excited Rich is. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah. That's Rich yeah. excited. It is. Yeah. So, uh... Want, want me to kick it off here? Kick I guess, you know, we let, let's start off with, uh, you know, how and when did you start your Block Island thing? Yes. So Block <laughs> Island for me, I was born in the winter of 79 and came to Block Island that very first summer. Um, my parents both had... My dad's family's from the island originally, settled in the 1600s. The so he, he, yeah, he's one of those Dodges. One of those Dodges. And my mom had vacationed there when she was a kid, grew up in Connecticut. And then my grandfather bought a house there in the very early 60s on Mansion Beach Road. Um, it's the last one before, literally before the entrance to the beach. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 And they had, um, so I, they had the good fortunes of spending their summers out there. So I've, their Black Island's been a part of my life literally since day one. Are the, is, are those, the, is it the house that Sean, the O'Donnell's, yep. is that those yes. couple houses? Yep. Okay. Cause Sean's your cousin, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Tie dye. Tie dye. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sean and Caitlin, who used to work for Rich right. for years. Loved her. Um, yes. yes. They are my mom's. My mom's sister's kids. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So your yeah. mom's main name is O'Donnell. O'Connell. 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 Yes. And then my that's aunt Mora, her married name is O'Donnell. So, so she's O'Donnell. O'Connell. 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 Well, that's <laughs> so your your cousin Caitlin. She she's the one. If I've never told a story in the podcast, you know, we were we were dying for a, a you know a cook at my restaurant, <laughs> and she's like, "Well, I've never done it before, but I'll try." I'm like, "All right, fine, come on in." Ended up like running the line, like you know, really? she, she just was amazing. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. She that was, was probably one of her favorite summers. Oh well, it was one of ours too. I'll tell you that much. She was just, uh, you know, one of the ones that made you feel good. You know, when you were around her, and I, th- I just bubbly. Bubbly is a good word. Yeah, it is a good word. Yeah. She's still the same. Mm-hmm. She is hilarious. I still get love and hugs you oh, know, when I see her. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. So did your mom and dad meet on Block Island? They then? did. Okay. They did. How did they meet? They met um, in the 70s. I think they met, um, I'm not exactly sure what the actual story is, but it had something to do with Dick and Judy Stinson. My dad was good friends with Dick. My mom was good friends with Judy. And then I think they met through friends that way. Okay. And yep. your dad's George. My dad's George. Your mom's Nancy. My mom's Nancy. All right. Yep. And so did your dad grow up out here year round as a kid or was no. where, 
So my okay. dad, everybody before my father was born and raised on Block Island. Okay, so his father, his father, his grandfather. Yep, yeah. his grandfather, his um uncle Elwin. Did you guys know Elwin? Um I you know, I think I did. I okay. know of Elwin. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. He passed away a couple yep. years ago. Um all of them were born and raised there and then my grandmother Betty, remember her? Yeah, 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 I do. <laughs> she had she used to vacation on Block Island at the Old Vale Hotel. And her family was from Brooklyn. And so she met my grandfather on the island. And then he was working. They moved. They lived in um in New Jersey, uh, Rich. My God. Franklin Lakes area, like okay. Bergen County. So they grew up there. My dad and Betsy, my Aunt Betsy, yep. went to school there. But they spent their summers on Block Island. Okay. So that's is that two generations in a row that met on Block Island? Yes. Wow, that's wow. that's kind of unique. Yeah. yeah. Did you meet your husband on Block Island? I didn't. Okay. Ironically, Pat went to college with Aaron DiMaggio. So oh. I met Pat through Aaron DiMaggio. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. Just the, the family trees are just like, <laughs> the branches are everywhere. Yeah. They are. That's just a cool story, though. I love the, you know, I, I brought, you know, I... I brought my wife now to Block Island, and that way I could pretend like I met her there. Yeah, like, you know, what I mean? <laughs> I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I use Block Island as like a tool. Yeah, to, to, to score checks. Yeah, yeah. Well, to, to, why yeah. do you think I was there? Well, yeah. yeah, but you know, it was sort of. It's sort of like um. Uh, I don't want to say a drug, but it's a mesmerizing place that gets her off guard. So an aphrodisiac. Get, yeah, it's an aphrodisiac. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I swear that's how it worked for me. Yeah. <laughs> Which know? is different than a roofie, by the way. I, I, totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Two I, totally different things. I find that Block Island makes me a lot more attractive. Well, <laughs> well there's a lot of booze on Block Island. Yeah, maybe that's it. what it has so, to do with. So, Amy, mm. what were like some of your earliest memories of Block Island? Like, what did you guys do when you're, you were a kid? And you have you, you, two brothers. Yep, I have two brothers and a sister. Yeah. And um, actually, Pat, my husband, thinks it's very ironic because we had the good fortune of we have both sides of our family that used to summer on Block Island. Right. So like the O'Donnells, there's five of them. And then we had other cousins on that, the, the O'Connell side of our family that used to come to our grandparents' house at Mansion Beach. And then my dad's family is the DiMaggio's. And so they were next door or we shared our house with them. So, I mean, we always joked that my mother, when she became the town manager, people would tell her, there goes the best tan on Block Island. Because <laughs> she literally, I mean, we literally went to the beach every single day. Lived like, at that the beach. is what we did. I remember waking up in my house and looking out the window praying for a rainy day like oh god do we have to go to the beach again god. sorry i wasn't right. i had kids and, like, oh, and yeah. now that you're like have you know a job and kids oh, you're like god. oh my god just please take me to the beach yes i mean yeah. you know and i remember my mom saying someday you're gonna miss this you know someday you're gonna miss this and we were like oh no we just want to go to town or go to the arcade under the national and all those different places, and my mom was like, mm, "Nope." And she was—I mean, they don't were right. you hate it when your parents are right about Ugh, stuff? It's the worst. <laughs> yeah, the beach when 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 we were growing up, that was the only thing you were assisted with. So, in other words, we're all going to the beach. Let's load up. Uh, I don't want to. I want to go walk around town. All right, have a good day. Good luck. And right. You're out there with your thumb out good on luck, the west God's side. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, they're nine. trying to hitchhike. The, yeah, yeah, you're nine yeah, years yeah, old, yeah, and you know, you so know. anyone picks you up. Yeah. Okay, you go do that. Bye now. <laughs> but it wasn't any like, all right, we'll drop you off on the way to the beach. Or, you know, yeah, you know, good I mean, luck. Right. There's us, and then there's everything else. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wow. So, you know. So, so besides the beach, what did you guys do for kicks? So we used to always, um, we would ride our bikes to town, you know, from, we lived up in Pilot Hill. Yep. Some days we would ride our bikes to the beach at Mansion Beach to, we always went to the beach there because my grandparents were there. Mm-hmm. And so we'd ride our bikes down and then my mom would throw the bikes in the car on the way back because it was too tiresome you know, to ride down <laughs> yeah. and back. The sun takes it out of you. Yeah. yeah. I was always that person that would ride my bike downtown, down Pilot Hill, down High Street, and then all of a sudden the chain would fall off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let the air out of the back yeah. tire. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but I mean, what else did we do? We, you know, we did a lot of, there was a lot of, um, when we were kids, we used to play baseball when Mark Helterline had the baseball league at um, the school on Wednesday nights and it was just all the kids used to play and then that was the big thing that we go get ice cream afterward. And, yeah. and Block Island was, for you, 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 did you ever spend an entire, did you ever go to the Block Island school or anything? No. And you guys lived in Westerly? In Westerly. Okay, so yep. yeah. You just... Yep, so it, back then, I mean, it was the 80s, you know, so my parents, my mom lived, my, my dad was working and my mom was working too, and she was home with us. She was the solicitor, so she used to come over all the time. But at that point, my grandparents had built a year-round house okay. in the 70s. And so they were on the island year-round. So like, I remember going to the airport on Thanksgiving Day and flying over in the Islander, like our family of six and the dog for Thanksgiving <laughs> and flying back at the end of the day. Because it was so inexpensive back then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It well, that's what, that's what you think, but you right. know, to them it was expensive. Yeah, I'm like, sure it was. <laughs> of course, it wasn't expensive. You didn't pay for a ticket, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it, I mean, it was great. Like you yeah. know, we had the best childhood. I, yeah. I remember my mom. I mean, I always tell people this: like our family going to Block Island for the summer. You know, you go to school that last day of school, you get out at ten thirty in the morning. And the night before, we would pack to go to Block Island, and she would give us all a trash bag. And yep. she'd say, put your clothes in the trash bag, and you know, pack a pair of jeans and a sweatshirt. Because you know it's going to be cold it's early be season, cold. right? And she would take everybody's bathing suits and all the summer stuff. But we were like a circus. I mean, four kids, oh, yeah. three dogs. And that's changed how? Two cats, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. I remember packing up for the big trip to the island, and- at the end, you basically had the garbage. I mean, the um, you had the grocery bag out, and you were trying to fit cans of soup into the little <laughs> anywhere there was a little yeah, spot, you know, to try to bring like everything for the summer with you. You yeah. know, but, in our house, it was whoever rode in the front seat had to carry physically hold the coffee pot. Yeah. That was the most yeah. expensive. That was the item to bring to Block Island. Yeah, I, I have a travel coffee pot. Yeah, you know, I really do. I really do. I have a little backpack, and I put it in there, and you know, yeah. Nothing worse than staying with somebody who doesn't drink coffee. Oh God, you know? I just refuse to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, did, was it just like your family that you hung out with, or did you obviously made some friends? No, you, oh who no. Who was your crew? Who did you crew. start running with? Yeah. So when I was younger, it was Christine Feeks, Allie Kylie, Kate Conley, um, all of those. You know, the beach kids that went to the state beach and and their families. Kathleen and Meredith McAloon. Um, and then when I got older, you know, when I started working. The Moonies. You hung out with the, the Moonies. Moonies yeah. yeah. Oh, the Moonies, the Kylies, yeah. that whole crew. Yeah. Um, and then when we got older and started working, I started working at the Harbor Side. Was that your first job? Yes. Wow. Well, actually, no. My first job was at the Dockside Restaurant at Champlin's back okay. then. <laughs> yeah. Right. How old are you? 13. Yeah. 
I used to ride my bike there in the morning, and but, I but not home. No, no, I would ride my bike home full of cash. Um, <laughs> but I, I breakfast waitressed over there, and Rob Tierney was the chef. The oh, executive. Rich's brother-in-law. Rich's brother-in-law. My brother-in-law. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Wow, yep. the things you learn. Huh. Yep. And then uh, the summer after that, I went to the harbor side okay. and started because the the dock side was um, it. It wasn't as busy, I mean, as I yeah. think as it should have been, but... And it's a very short season. New it's Harbor, a very short, yeah. You know? the, the ore is the only one I know that started to bring it out of that short season. Yeah. It's really funny. Even yeah. at age 13, you start looking around for yeah. that next level up <laughs> yes. restaurant. I remember, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm going to start here, but man, it would be really great to be a server at the National because they make a lot more money. <laughs> you're so you're even all... at 13, you're like, oh. Yeah, you're all proud. Like, oh yeah, I worked till I made thirty seven dollars, uh, and they're like, I made eighty three. Yeah, where do you work? Where do you work? You know, yeah, and that, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You know, you already said there's a ladder to climb out there. It's a hierarchy yeah, for there sure. Is. It definitely yeah. is. Well, like I remember, you know, when Eli's became a thing, it was like the bartenders at Eli's were just the rocks. St- anybody that worked at Eli's yep, was like, that's oh, right. excuse me, yeah, yep. Eli's, you know. Yeah. So then uh, I remember seeing you at the Harbor Side. I yep. think you worked there for a long time, didn't you? Oh, I worked there forever forever what'd you start doing there i was a breakfast waitress yep um when and who I was, owned the place at that point uh chris serino and alan pratt okay right yep yep and then um i worked there from when i was 14 until i was about 25 i think till i went to law school okay. actually and that summer i must have been the summer they sold it i think to mike okay is when i stopped working at the harbor side when yeah because so, I remember when I met you, you were working there. Yep. I got there in 96. Yep. And I don't think Mike had bought it at that point. No, he didn't buy it until like 2002, I right, think. Right. Later. Yeah. Right, right. So I worked there all through high school, all through college. Wow. And then when I started law school, I made the jump over to Aldo's. Aldo's. <laughs> wow. Well, so let's talk about your, bro- your brothers and your cousins and- and your sister too, but um, because this is how we- you and I met, right? Yes. So I show up on Block and I start renting mopeds. And the first people I meet are your brothers, Josh and Jed, yep. and your cousins, Derek <laughs> and Colin. Was Colin renting mopeds? Yeah, oh, and God. Jay for a little while. I thought, okay. Did Jay- so the whole, they were like, you know, they're like in diapers, <laughs> basically renting bikes. Bikes. Um, but I remember very clearly like meeting you guys all, and within like the first two or three weeks, uh, for whatever we, it was early season. So it was kind of slow and whatever. We all happen to have a day. And, um, it, you guys were all going up to your house and you were like, Hey, Mark, why don't you come? So, and it was just, I remember it being so nice of you guys to invite me. Like I just show up. I, I mean, I knew the couple friends I had, the Agawam crew, but yep. you guys were just so cool. You guys were just like, n- made me feel like one, like I'd been running with you guys forever, you know? And we went up to your house and, um, I think your mom like had sandwiches or something made and we were just kind of hanging on your porch, messing around in the backyard. And, uh, it was just fun and crazy. Everyone's running around yelling, screaming, your mom's yelling at somebody. And then George <laughs> comes in and he's like, God damn it, girl, something. <laughs> and I was like, these people are fucking nuts, man. I like them. <laughs> loud. <laughs> loud. And loud. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I can hang with this. Yeah. Yeah. And but, yeah. Now, now did you find, you know, some of our guests have told us, you know, being a summer kid, how did you find mingling in that big list you gave earlier were some of those local kids that yep. you started hanging oh, yeah. with? Yep. So you integrated well. They, yep. you know, and I think does work, work helps a lot with that. When yeah. You start working somewhere. Yep. And I also think too that it just, you know, 
I've also found as you get older, like there's a lot more less of the divisiveness. Like everyone is friends, oh, everyone yeah. is friendly, and everybody wants to. But yeah, we, until COVID comes along. Until COVID, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I always had, you know, we always had a great time. I mean, partying at the beach and things like that. And then, you know, it was a lot of fun. And some of my best friends now are people that have grown up in Block Island their entire lives. I mean, Kathleen McAloon, she was a maid of honor at my wedding. Um, we lived together on the mainland for years. And then we lived together. Um, I was in law school and she was working at the oar back then so she was fortunate enough to take the winters off now she works year-round obviously yeah. being a restaurant owner yeah. um it's something that you never well, you, you know. can give the best advice you want and they still open a restaurant <laughs> yeah <know>? yeah <laughs> that's how i you know I my know. favorite are the people who have never opened a restaurant but they've got some dough like you know lawyers they're like oh Oof. i've got a great idea i'm gonna open a brew pub with a restaurant you're like hey, you know, just okay. go to the casino and put it on red 24 you might as well <laughs> yeah odds are better you one way or the other you'll get it over with faster <laughs> yeah. you'll either double your money or you'll be done you know but these friends of yours that you made they're with you for life they're ride or yes, die they're like, my, yes yeah. my ride or dies yeah. and actually that's what i love about block island is i feel like they're it integrates so many different types of people in so many different ways and regardless of your backgrounds or where you come from or what you're doing you know you just become friendly with them and like you and i i mean i haven't seen you for six months eight months a At year least, probably yeah. i mean since the summer yeah like nothing at all right no. i mean it just no time passes and like you said you have that memory of that first time at our house and totally do we used to have a lot of fun oh my god we had so much fun. so much fun. and the beach parties were just like i mean remember <laughs> yes it was like you didn't there's 200 kids at a bonfire <laughs> yes. and the cops would come and remember joe would you say, hey what are you guys doing with the flashlight and we're like hey joe what's up he's like oh, just pick up after yourselves and we always did and, yeah you know but uh there's a couple couple mornings that i've gotten the old did you pull the permit? Come come pick up the oh, cans. You know, wow. even if it's you'd left and someone came after you, yeah. which I think is a great way to instill instill things upon people. You know, I've never forgotten that. Like no. Yeah. Yeah. And that that, that good behavior lets them let you do it. You know what I mean? As opposed to totally. if you start yeah. trashing things and how about yeah. shenanigans? Do you uh, get any shenanigans? <laughs> never, you? never. Well, you got any good stories, <laughs> shenanigans stories that I, you can tell without getting <laughs> disbarred? Oh my god. Um, yeah, I mean, some good ones. I I think one of my favorite ones is that Christine Feeks and I were going to go fishing with a friend of ours. And I remember, you know, my dad's like, where are you guys going? We're like, oh, we're going fishing out on the boat. And he's like, with who? And we told him who. My dad's like, over my dead body. <laughs> First of all, he's like, it's foggy. There's no radar. Like, he's like, that kid doesn't have radar. If you guys get in that boat, you're going to go to Portugal. You know, like that type of stuff. But stuff that we did, I mean, my parents used to tell us all the time, don't drive our cars on the beach. We're like, all right, yeah, sure. <laughs> of course, you know, packing as many people right. into them and driving out to the north light yeah. you know places you're not supposed to be and and that type of stuff and i i'm god my dad will kill me right now but the cars well yeah. long gone. i think the statue of limitations yeah. is up on it you're, you're, it you're, is it you know, is but yeah. i remember being in the car with my brother colin colin's f friend from high school and myself and one of them drove I, I can't remember who it was it was probably me at their ex at their egging me on to drive the car out onto charleston beach 
the Coast Guard. Oh, that's a bad one. Bad one, right? Never, and so, never, like, it's a vacuum. <laughs> it's a vacuum. <laughs> that's the, the biggest four-wheel drive vehicles oh my God. can't get out of there. And we made it about yeah. three feet. That's and it. I was like, you guys better get out and start effing digging. Because it was my dad's car. And I'm like, oh. get out, you know. Did you get it out? We did. All right. We did. We weren't very far, which was good. I'm that's like, good. I don't care. You guys have to push it. Well, but- I mean, every summer, every summer, there's at least one vehicle usually a jeep that, oh yeah that yeah. you you know gets someone gets it stuck and then it's they they're either drunk or whatever or they time it wrong with the tide and they go to get help and it's too late it's the ocean late. claims another I, one you know? i had to rescue my truck once and the waves were hitting the the, the passenger Did you side really? yeah oh yeah yeah i didn't get it stuck somebody borrowed it oh, okay and you know so yeah. there i was three in the morning waking up friends you know happy uh, about that were you no yeah no, no. Not no. so much. But, you know, whatever. Worse things have happened to better people. That's true. You know, yep. we, we make mistakes. You yeah. Know, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, you know, but that Charleston Beach, that's a. That, yeah. I've seen it's a the. No, no. I've seen the truck get stuck. Then the truck to come pull that truck out gets stuck. Then the backhoe come down and that gets stuck. I mean, that's a soft beach. It's, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not yeah. kidding. Like, <laughs> no, I believe you. It's I funny seeing you. all three vehicles, like, you know, yeah. jammed in. I want to, you know, I want to put up a sign that, you know, said, you know, Coast Guard station this way, so people would drive on there and just sit there with my cable <laughs> and a jeep and, and, yeah, and yeah. a cash register. Yeah, yeah. fifty yeah. bucks. I got my, yeah. my square. You know. Yeah, we can get you out of there. You just Venmo me. How'd you <laughs> get in there? Yeah, all this, all this science twisted. I don't know. <laughs> the devious mind. So, you you did some gas pumping too, right? I did do some gas pumping. Yep. Yeah, when yep. I was in law school. Yep. Yep. Oh. yep. yep. I always worked on Sundays from twelve to five. I'm an alumni. Yep. Of the gas station. You are. Yep. Mm-hmm. You worked in the the off season Winter, usually, yeah, right? Yeah. Winter. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I did um, twelve to five on Sundays, which was also one of my favorite jobs ever because you get to see everybody yeah yep. and talk to everybody that's like the gotta be the gossip central oh, like it was that's great. where it all goes down it right? was yeah. great yeah and obviously having cliffy as a boss oh, was cliffy like was the great. best you know yeah, yeah yep. he was just the funniest at times and then to watch at him times. interact <laughs> interact oh, with yeah. people i loved his t-shirts in the market remember when bruce <laughs> montgomery did that line of t-shirts yeah for him yeah, yeah. And it was just like a different grumpy mm. saying that he'd have or yep. whatever yeah stand there holding the you know the the handle in one hand and the big frown on yes. yeah but, i mean cliff yeah. and i came full circle because when i was 16 and started driving you know i'd come to the gas station and put five dollars in my car ten dollars you know how we love that and he'd be like yeah amy i know you work at the harbor side and i know how much money you're making just fill up your car and i'd be <laughs> like no. pennies yeah. out of the ashtray <laughs> why yeah. why am i gonna do that i don't go anywhere you know and so finally i think the first day i ever did it i had to i must have been in college and he's like i'm gonna mark it down i'm like all right are you gonna let me work here now i i took me for <laughs> years to get him to let me work there it's and you know what the nice part about that job is like it's only a four minute visit, five minute visit. So right. if you if you love the person, it's great to see them. If you not so fond, yeah, they're gone in five minutes. Yeah, you know? they're gone. You know, or you pretend the phone's ringing. I used to run inside. You know, yep, just dial be, it from your pocket. I think I hear the oil phone <laughs> ringing. I gotta go because we would take the oil orders there too for yep. for Ballot Oil. So oh, you yeah. you know do both, but it was fun. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, that was a great job. So after so. You're on the island. You come back for uh, you know college and everything. Um, but before we get into your adult life, uh, there's there's we we're joking about it at the top of the show. But 
you do have something named after you. I well, it's not named after me. It's That's not. what my question no, was. Like, did, did, really? how did that yes. happen? Yeah. So I feel like I need, I owe you guys the truth. There's wait a, couple a minute. People. This is huge because do you know? I mean, obviously, you probably know how many people think that Amy Dodge Lane is named after you. Yes. Yes. If, oh. if you don't want to talk about it, it's no. you know, it's okay. That's it's why okay. the tissues are there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, right. it was named after my um, my great grandfather's brother's wife so wilbur dodge who i never knew was dead before i was born his wife was amy dodge and they lived at the top of that road and so josh and i both remember being there we were super little like probably two and three around that age like i remember the porch and them having a dog but i don't really remember anything other than that so she died she was in her 90s and died in the very early 80s so that's who it's named after. Okay. So most people that are around now, you know, that are new coming to Block Island or have never been there. You don't just lie to them and tell yeah, them. Yeah, flat yeah out obviously lie. it's about me. Yeah. Well, maybe were you named after her? I was. Well, that's well, so technically you, you inherit <laughs> yeah. the road. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. Guess. Yeah. I wish I inherited, you know, everything Other that stuff. came with it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, you know, don't be greedy. <laughs> yeah. You got a street named after you, kind of. Yeah, kind of oh, after the person you're But I named. do, I did ask, you know, um, so the Malays, always lived up there and mm-hmm. the Canellis and you know all the people that have lived up there their whole lives I said to Mr. Malay when I got married I said can I have the street sign you know the original street sign because it's wood and it's etched and um I don't know where it is Amy said that well Amy Malay was like it's probably in the garage somewhere we gotta look and find it because they had put the new street sign up oh and they at had that it. point okay. I think yeah she thinks he has it because I said, you know, I'm getting married. Can I have it, like, for my office or my house? Yeah. And he was like, yeah. Um, and then someone said, one of my friends was like, I'm surprised you never took it before then. I'm like, where would they look for that if it disappeared? Ah, right. Like, Who are they coming out <laughs> it's, not, it's not like stealing the high street sign. Right, right. You know what I mean? And, and what's, a good, what's the good of stealing something you can't? Put up anywhere, you know, like yeah. if you acquire it in a nice manner, you can, you know. Right. I figured yeah. I waited 30 something years to be able to uh, well, let's ask hope, for it. Let's hope they follow through on that. I hope so. Yeah. I hope, I hope so. It. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All right. So, well, that's a huge Block Island uh, mystery that we just solved there, actually. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. That. Man. All right. So, that's check I'm, that one. I'm going to need a minute now that I've absorbed that information. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Good. Yeah. It's <laughs> a shocker to me. It's a shocker. <laughs> So, huh. um, and then uh, let's also, your mom gets involved in town politics. Yes. When does that, so you said she started off as a solicitor. She was the solicitor, solicitor. The town solicitor in the 80s. 80s. Yep. And so that so, was her first dive into the yes. helping to run the town. Yep. She was an attorney. And so yep. she would. What kind of law did she practice? Kind of everything. What like she did a lot of zoning, land use, um, that type of stuff. She did a lot of special education and education law later on. Um, but in the eighties, she was the solicitor for the town. And so she used to fly over for the meetings at night and then they would fly her home. Yep. Um, so she would never, you know, stay over unless the weather was bad. She would stay at my grandparents or something. Yeah. And then in 2000, it was in 2000 when Dick Kylie was still alive and he was still the first, first warden. Yep. I think David Holt had left and they he called her and asked her if she would in, be interested in becoming the interim town manager. And she said, sure. That's um, how they sucker you in. That's how they get you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so that was in February of 2000. I remember she um, flew over there on a Monday morning with herself and the dog 
and Cooper and my sister was still in high school and the rest of us were in college. And um, and then she was there until November of 2016. That so 16 year run. Yeah. Wow. That's a long run for a town manager, too. Yeah. From what I gather, the average uh, is, is five minutes well, <laughs> lately. I mean, everywhere. Like, yeah, I think in general, in a lot of towns, especially if they're active towns that are growing or dealing with a lot of stuff. I, I don't think yeah. it's a long it's a difficult position. Yeah. To, well, and your mom keep. was there in the thick of what I mean, let's call it the gentrification process of Block Island, I guess you'd call it for yep. lack of a better word. Right. Um, I mean, what do you remember her like? It's a big job, let's face it, right? And you're on a small town, lots of opinions. Oh, always. <laughs> lots Oof. of, you know, uh, headbutting, I would assume, and uh, lots of stink eye in the grocery store sometimes. Oh, yeah. I bet you didn't go there. I, I always yeah. used to laugh because there were obviously people that I knew very well that worked, for, you know, technically as the town manager, she oversaw all the town employees. Uh, yeah, and department so, heads. Yeah, department heads yeah. And, and even people that worked for, you know, the town and things like that. And there were some times that they would butt heads about things. And people that were my friends or my age that were working for her. And I'm like, listen, if you want to know how to deal with my mother, you don't go in there and tell her A, B, C, and D why she's wrong and your bullet points. You present your your plan, give her some time to digest it, and then go back and tell her why you think these things. And then I was like, you know, if you need to know how to work her, call me. You're like the consultant. <laughs> nice. You're the consultant. Yeah. You're the prepper. Yeah. yeah. Can I run lines with you? Yeah. I got I to run something by the town manager. No, I, I think it was a hard job. The one thing I recall, and you know, maybe I'll get in trouble for saying this, but um, I don't care. <laughs> you know, our government on on Block Island is is it's small. It's a town council. Yep. And I very seldom see a town council. I, I haven't been as active now in watching and and listening as I used to be when I was dealing with business and all that stuff. But I remember seeing just a lot of town councils that wanted to micromanage. So. They didn't really seem to want to release and let the manager do their job. And I always felt that that would be a very difficult spot to be in a small town with a town council that all has their own opinions as well. And, you know, yep. and, you know, I, I, I feel like I felt like they were involved in so many management things that they shouldn't have been involved in. You know, it should be a policymaking board more so than. You know, um, and I think that that's a that's a hard spot to be in. To it where, is. You know, when you're trying to do the best you can to to manage situations, and money, and people, and then there's this group of five that is that's her only boss. That's the town manager's only boss in the town, and I, I always felt that was a yeah. I, I would go nuts if I yeah. was trying to appease. You know, and then you can't eat. What are you going to do? Blame them? You can't say, well, listen, that's not what I wanted to do. But the town, town you know, the town's, bleh, the council didn't like what I had. So this is what we're doing, you know? Yeah. And I think that's tough. I've learned public service. It's a thankless job yeah. anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> now, we've had guests on our show. Uh, I'm thinking specifically of uh, Paige, Linda. Oh, and yeah. She was on Paige, he was on. And, you know, she, she really uh, articulated kind of this uh, cool point. Well, not cool, but it, she was. You know, about how her Josh, yep. her husband's family owns the ferry, interstate navigation. And, you know, people will come up to her and be like, hey, Paige, you know, can you talk to the Josh about this and that? Did, did <laughs> people ever do that to you? No, not really. Okay. I mean, no. Okay. I, no. That's good. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were always people that had, you know, opinions about things and there were people that would you know stop talking to me or really yeah like yeah, that type yeah, of stuff so and i'm just kind of like all right whatever you yeah. know if you petty yeah petty. like yeah. if yeah. you don't have any 
I don't have any interest in, you know, you don't want to have a conversation about anything. Like, the views, you know, I think we all know that we're not beholden to the views of other people. Of like, course yeah, not. she's my mom, you know, at the bottom, the end of the day. I mean, yeah. that's what I always try to impress upon people, too. I'm like, you may hate working for her, you may hate her as a boss. I'm like, but she's also my mom. So, yeah. You know, I don't look at her like that. Right. I don't, I mean, I will still always answer to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's just, you know, we just have a very different dynamic. Your, mom, your mom's a tough lady. Oh, and yeah, I mean is. that in the best way possible. No, I, like, I agree. She was so nice and so funny and so cool, but she's tough. I oh, would yeah, not want to lock. In fact, I remember I DJed your wedding. I don't yes, know if you remember yes. that. I was, you might, uh, but uh, I remember I, w- <laughs> I was playing certain songs and, you know, your mom would look over at me and just go, like no like change the song i'm like oh okay and i'd like i'm like i'd play something else she'd be like nah nah and then finally i played one song she's like that one yeah i'm like okay yeah yeah but then the third time she just did the finger across the throat yeah she goes like this yeah like that she knows what she likes she's great and and what'd your dad do so my dad was a marine engineer on a um he worked in shipping the maritime industry he went to maine maritime yep and so he was an engineer, a chief engineer on a boat. I mean, I say a boat, like, you know, tankers a and vessel, vessels. A big, giant tanker. Yes. Yeah. And when we were young, my dad worked um, overseas a lot. And then so he, he was gone quite often. He was gone. Yep. He used to work when we were really young. He worked with my grandfather. They worked together. My grandfather was the captain and my father was the engineer. Oh, my God. Really? Yep. Wow. On a certain on um, a certain point. And then. He worked in Alaska for a long time after the Exxon Valdez and the mobile, the oil spill. Wow. Yep. He worked up there. So he would be gone for six weeks at a time and then home for six weeks at a time. Did he know Captain Hazelwood, the guy that crashed it? Was <laughs> he like, he did. right? And was he like, yeah, I'm not surprised. That guy was a lush. <laughs> um, yeah. And then saw that coming. Yeah. When we got to <laughs> high school, he worked. Um, for an outfit out of Texas that ran from Texas to like Jacksonville all through the Gulf. Okay. Um, doing something there. So he worked for a month at a time. Wow. So the good news, I mean, he only worked six months out of the year. So when he was home, he was home. He got a good dose. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so um, that's why I always laugh. I mean, being a parent now, I'm like, my mother, man, she needs to go straight to heaven. Four kids, three dogs, two cats. And my <laughs> dad's gone half either. the year. I know, us. And a town but, council. <laughs> and a town to run. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my dad was pretty, my dad retired. I can't even remember. I think he retired sometime around right after she went to Block Island. Like, my sister graduated from high school. And then I think it was the following year. Or the year after that, because my grandmother was still alive. And then he kind of started his little business taking, well, his business, what started appliance repair, started as like helping my grandmother's friends fixing their washing machines and their dishwashers. Yeah. So, yeah. So they, they've, the last 20 years, they've like lived together in the same house 12 months out of the year. How's that working out? <laughs> They're still married. Well, that's so good. I like good. your dad. We've I done love some, George, We've man. done some ice fishing together. It was yeah. fun getting them out there on the ice. Hey, you know what? Might be a quick moment. We, you, we're going to take a quick break sure. to, for our sponsors, and uh, we'll be right back with more Amy Dodge. Hey, Rich, do these bell bottoms make me look fat? Bell bottom? 
Oh, wait. It must be Monday, and you're going to disco night at Captain Nick's. Well, yeah, of course I'm going to disco night at Captain Nick's. I'm the DJ, man. I got to be there. <laughs> that place is so much fun. So much fun. And the fun doesn't end after Monday, because on Tuesday and Wednesdays, we have dueling pianos, followed by Dr. Wes Chesterson's Sloppy Seconds. What are Sloppy Seconds? Well, that's when I play the piano for the rest of the drunk people there at the end of the night. Well, that sounds fun in itself. And Thursdays, they've got live acoustic acts and full bands and DJs. Yeah. And Friday and Saturday afternoons, we have acoustic acts on the deck at 530. Uh, Fridays are Delaney, and then Saturday is our buddy Rob Davis. And then Friday and Saturday nights, they've got the best live bands on Block Island, like Derek and the Fun Bags, the Blushing Brides, Fever, Neil and the Vipers, West End Blend, and the High and Mighty Brass Band, just to name a few. Yeah, and uh, the bands aren't over just because Friday and Saturday night ends. On Sunday afternoons, the Young Guns take the stage on the deck at 530. Sunday fun day, and what if you're hungry? They got food. Food, right? Yeah, for sure. All right. So they've serving food out of the Captain Galley seven days a week, including some late night grub. So, you know, if you're hungry, stop in late night and grab a bite. Yeah. And if you want to check out the full entertainment schedule, let's just head over to CaptainNicksBI.com. Cooler? Check. Ice? Check. Drinks? Check. That's everything. All right. Let's head down to Fishworks. All right. I'm excited for this trip. I am too. And I, you know what's cool about Fishworks is, I mean, hey, today we're going to go out and try and catch some uh, striped bass, right? But you can get bluefish, fluke, sea bass, bonito, whatever's in season. Yeah. You can book a light tackle or fly fishing morning charter with Captain Chris for up to three people. Right. Oh, wait a minute. I invited some friends. So we might have to go out on the Harley with Captain Hank because uh, they do half trips and full day trips for up to six people. Oh, and Captain Hank is a hoot. And, of course, the shop, you know, the Fishworks Tackle Shop, they have everything you need, including pointers. If you don't want to go on a charter, they can sell you what you need, tell you where to go and how to do it. Yeah, totally. I think I might pick up uh, a hat and a T-shirt, too, because their merchandise is so on point. Yeah, good-looking stuff. They're located at 40 Ocean Avenue, and they're open every day in season, and great merchandise. They really do have some cool stuff. And uh, if you want to check it out online, you can purchase all year long at www.bifishworks.com. All right. How cool is that? Ah, I love it. All right. Let's go catch some fish. Hey, Rich. Yeah? I am starving right now. So I want to go somewhere that's intimate, but has really great food and kind of a fun atmosphere. So you know what? I think I'm going to head down to Eli's. Well, they got to be doing it right. They've been there since 1994. Yeah. And well, you know, a big part of it is because uh, Chef Erica is always there and she's making some of the greatest dishes on this island. Oh, they got some real island favorites in my book. The tuna nachos, the arugula salad with warm goat cheese. How can you go wrong? Totally. And you know what's really cool is that the dishes are crafted with fresh local ingredients. Yeah. And the menu, you know, it changes too. They have exciting seasonal changes to the menu. So, you know, what you find on there in the spring, it, it'll be different by the fall. Yeah. And they're always great no matter what they're. But hey, you know what I really love doing is sitting at the bar because they have an amazing wine list. And when Rosemary's bartending, she makes a Rosarita, if you know what I'm saying. Uh -huh. And she also rich. Here's one of the things she does. She makes martinis with just the right amount of ice shavings floating on the top oh i love that sheen you know along with partners brad and Ann martins eli's features a warm friendly staff of local island service industry veterans and they're there and they're going to make sure that your experience is absolutely perfect and they've got an extended season march to november and then they open back up for new year's yeah i've been there for new year's it's fun cool so, but they don't take reservations so you will notice because it's so great there's a line out the door yeah i'm going to check the menu first online at eli's Blockisland.com. 
Well, I think I'm going to go pick up something special for my wife. So I'm heading on down to Marmar Blockstar. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. You know, you can get so much cool stuff there. And what I love about Marmar is that it's a mom and pop operation operated by Martha and Dominic. They're the most funky, crazy, fun family on Block Island. Yeah, Marmar Jewels has a great variety of handmade, exquisite, artfully crafted jewelry by Marmar. Yeah, she does it herself. And, you know, she also features the work of a rotating roster of over 50 independent jewelry artists, and they have one of a works from local and regional artists as well. You know what else they do? They do alternative wedding engagement options, gifts and accessories for bridal parties. Yeah, they've also got permanent jewelry workshops, visiting artist trunk shows, and private shopping. And of course, we all know Blockstar is the unofficial logo of Block Island. It's that star in a circle with the B.I. in the center. Yeah. Man, that thing has been around for so long. And you know, Dominic started that thing in 2004, totally grassroots, selling t-shirts and stickers out of the trunk of his car. Yeah, but it's grown into a lot more because now you can get hats hoodies and the t-shirts as well as bandanas stickers i mean you name it they've got it with the Blockstar logo totally they're open between memorial day and columbus day but you can order anytime online what's that website the website is marmarboutique.com All right, and we're back all right where'd we leave off talking uh, about we were talking george about george, george. And, yeah. i should point and, and your older brother uh josh followed in your dad's footsteps, yes, or yeah. he's on a boat. He's he's also. He works now. He? Well, he did for a long time. He right. went to Kings Point in yeah. uh, New York, um, which is the United States Merchant Marine Academy. Right. And then Jed went to Maine Maritime, and right. Jed works for a tugboat That's company. Right. He's down in New York, in right? New York, in Manhattan. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And Josh did it for a while, but now he is a broker. Oh, right, right, right. Yep. Right. And works that. on the West Coast. Yep. yep. Cool. So, oh, he's out west now. Yeah. Where? In um Orange County. When Newport did he move Beach. out there? In 2016. Get out of here. Yeah. I might have known that, but I'm usually drunk when I talk to him for some reason. So, eh, you know. Well, if you're awake. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, that's true. Um, so how about you? Any uh, are, are you nautically inclined? You, Not how, at all. No. Huh? Not at all. Wow. Nope. Wow. Well, me and you, me and you have a lot in common. <laughs> I always say it's better to like not have to necessarily own a boat or know about, but just have a lot of friends with boats. Right. I'll make the sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Amy would me probably- too. I, Amy would probably make the same mistake and bring bananas on the boat. Oh, that's <laughs> a whole other story. Don't yeah. get me started. Oh, yeah, no. We hear it. We know. Yeah. We know what oh, you yeah. did. So mm-hmm. uh, then you get off Block Island. You go to law school. Yep. I went to law school, and um, I went to Roger Williams Law School, graduated in, oh my God, 2005. That's how long ago it was. I know. Um, passed, took the bar a couple times. It was so fun the first time. I believe it. Yep. And then um, I started working at the Attorney General's office in 2008, and I've been there ever since. Wow. What do you do? I am, right now I run the Providence County Grand Jury Unit, so I deal with all of the capital offenses for the County of Providence and Bristol. Well, that sounds light and breezy and Light fun. and breezy, every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah, you're never like dealing with anything that, you know, you have loose sleep over probably, right? <laughs> right. God. Well, wow. hey, somebody's got to do it. Yeah. You know, I'm glad it's Amy. I, I, we, we don't want some of those details on this, but <laughs> she's told me some stories. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, boy. Some not so great people out there. Yeah, yeah. there are. You know, yeah, no doubt. A, when you do my trial, are we going to? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah. I'm not sure what it's for yet, but it's coming. It's coming. Sure. It's coming. <laughs> Just throw a dart at the dartboard. You'll find yeah. something. It's coming. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Spin the wheel. <laughs> no, but seriously, how, how do you find? I mean, Obviously, you're there. You must. There must be something you like about it, right? You must. What do you like about yes. doing that? So I love 
I love my job, and this is not a PSA, so that they'll keep me. Um, I honestly love my job because it's different every day. Yeah. I think there's they're no it, yeah. case. Yeah. I feel like there's no case that's ever the same, right? No two witnesses are the same. No two victims. No no two set of facts. And I always find that I learn something new too. Maybe not every day, but there's always something that's ever changing in the in the law constantly. I mean. From, you know, huge issues right now about, you know, reproductive rights and voting restrictions and and things like that going up before the United States Supreme Court that would trickle down to affect the rest of us. But um, it's it's always an ever changing thing. You know, there's never a black or white answer. It's kind of like, all right. And if you don't know the answer to something, you can look it up. And there's case law. It's just, it's, I find it to be fascinating. Well, we had uh, Blake Philippi. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. He, he had a good way of putting it. And it sounds like you're saying the same thing. It's the law exists. It's really about interpretation right. and, and conversation. Like, right. you know, they're going to come at you with this interpretation of what happened. And somebody, you got to come back with this interpretation. And, you know, it comes down to convincing the jury that this, which interpretation is more accurate and, uh, and truer to the to the actual law, right? You know, right. have you ever um, have you ever prepared for a big case, and uh, you know, you've, you're like, ah, I got this. It's a slam dunk, and then it just doesn't go the way you thought it was going to. Oh go. yeah, oh yeah. yeah, all the time. I find that the more um, the more you get. I've been a trial lawyer for a long time. I haven't tried a case in a couple years since I had my kids, and I took a different position within my office. That kind of took me out of the trial aspect, but you know, it's just, it's never what you think it is. And there's always, as there's always fires that come up and you have to put them out in the middle of the trial. And I remember sitting with another prosecutor who had never picked a jury before. So I picked the jury and she questioned the witness and we watched the witness, you know, lie on the stand and had to ask the judge to appoint counsel for the witness. And, and my colleague turned to me and she's like, well, Amy, we still have the doctor that's going to come at two o'clock to testify about her injuries. And I was like, oof, we could call the Pope at two o'clock and we're still going <laughs> to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, is that when you Which like open the briefcase and pull the bottle of whiskey? Yeah, out I was like literally drawing on my legal pad yeah. with the arrow going down. Like our ship is taking this is on not water. going well. Oh yeah. God. And, and to be honest with you, I mean, I've lost more than I've ever won. And I think that's. <laughs> John, John, that's John I think club. that's the legal system. That's it a, is. That's a frustration right. What do you think about you know? the system? Does it work? Are you happy with the way it works? Yes. I mean, obviously it's got its flaws, but overall, how do you, yeah. Yes, I think it works. I mean, I think that there's been a humongous shift in the last couple of years to kind of to, you know, about reform and criminal justice reform and not that like jail and punishment is the deterrent um, for everybody. And I think the opioid crisis had a lot to do with that. And I think, you know, as I've always said, and I said this, I mean, I interviewed with the governor a couple months ago about a judgeship. And I said to the nominating commission, I'm like, listen, I'm like, there's my job is to do justice. It's not necessarily that everybody needs to have go to jail or pay a fine or be convicted. Like you have people that come in there that have no support, that have mental health issues, that have substance abuse issues and are just kind of into this cycle. And I think that there's been a huge shift in people talking about mental health in the past 10 years. I think it's good. It is good. And I think I want them, you know, I want so much to see our justice system kind of create an avenue to help people with mental health because there's not enough resources right now. Yeah. And I think we're seeing that on Block Island as well. Uh, I think it's, I mean, nationwide. Everywhere, everywhere, small town, big city, it doesn't matter. Yeah. 
I also I I feel the, there's a view where like I I, I th- it seems to me that now of course along with this came some some false weird stuff but I think people are a little more open and honest now when they have a problem then yes. they, they used to, I think yeah. a lot the well, stigmas well, have yeah. started to like you subside. can speak up now you can bit. speak yeah, up yeah. now if something yeah. if you've been wronged yep. you know in a in a in a bad way and. Well, I also think I I think about all the people that, you know, have just carried mental health with them for years, like older generations that you just didn't talk about it. You know, that was, oh, that was a family problem or that person's just like that. You know, when you think about like you see all these young people that are losing their lives because they're self-medicating with substance abuse or they're not treating for mental health. I mean, it's just and not even young people, older people, too. It's astonishing when you think about that and you, you know, you're like. Someone will say, oh, that person looked totally fine. It's like, yeah, you can look totally fine and you can be internally an absolute disaster. disaster. Yeah. You know, and and the stigma is shifting, which is good. Is I'm good. the opposite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm both. Outside, yeah, I'm, I'm a disaster. <laughs> I'm just a straight up disaster. I'm just a, look at just me. a mess. Now I'm a little Hey, let me ask you a question. Sure. Have, when, you're, when you're in the courtroom, have you ever, do you ever just kind of slyly drop in quotes from like a few good men? Or have you ever said, <laughs> I want the truth? Have you ever pulled that one out? No, but I did have I'm a saving that one. No, you right? can't no. handle Back, the truth. You know, well, that yeah. was Jack Nicholson. He yeah, said, yeah. yeah. Are you trying to, you know, ever? <laughs> I did have a conversation this morning with some witnesses that started last week that I was like, okay, you understand that we're going into that room and I'm going to swear you under oath. If you have anything that you want to tell me now now's your time you know and i've asked people point blank on the record i'm like are you lying they're like no I'm like are About you what? sure they're like okay i stole that t-shirt and define lying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. What do you mean by lying hmm. i mean there's an element of truthiness to it yeah, yeah. Know, in know. my mind it's what happened yeah well that's a weird thing too is like now it's like with obviously the last i think reality for everyone is a little different now and yes. everyone's got their versions of truths and it's like Hard to tell, like, what is there? And, you know, is there one ultimate truth to this? Because we're just realizing that it can be so many different things. And it's got to, so that's your job is to sift through the minutia of all of that and try right. and find that thread that's real, right? right. That's the real thing. Right. Yeah. The truth. That's a, not an easy job you've got. It's not. It's got to be exhausting. You must come home some days just like, do you cry? I would cry every day if I had your job. No, no. I mean, there's definitely some heartbreaking stuff that yeah. you see. And, you know, that's the hardest part of it. But I think, you know, the the good part is, is that you- The try- money. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Public service. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did just get my student loans forgiven after Ooh. 10 years in public service. Congratulations. So, yes. Good. I feel a little bit richer, but not really. Well, uh, you know, it's a step in the right direction. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, there's just something to kind of, you know, that you're bringing some justice, whatever, you know, for the people that have lost a family member or a loved one, you're never going to bring that person back yeah. or the person, you know, I've had people say to me all the time that are like you know i don't necessarily want to see this person go to jail i just want to hear them plea to you know in the domestic abuse cases to assaulting just admit they did yeah to doing something or having their day in court i mean i've had tons of victims that have said you know i know i'm not going to win this case i just want somebody to listen to me i'm like okay you know you just you never know what a jury's going to do 
They may find somebody guilty. They may not. And the jury selection process is an art form in and of itself, isn't it kind of? I've never found that. No? No, I mean. Okay, because that's the way they make it seem like, oh, we're going to, this one's wearing a red shirt. So that means that, you know, they're angry or something. I don't know. Is there anything like to that? I've never found that. But I also, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I kind of do it as, you know, they tell you a little bit about themselves. You know where they're from, their career. You can ask them any type of question about the case, that type of stuff. I mean, I've had people that we've excused for obvious reasons if they've been a victim of a crime, but it's a crapshoot, you know? Yeah. I mean, you never know. Like, And you that's can how it's designed. A, it's supposed yeah. to be a, an array of various walks of life. Right. Yeah. I bet it's a little different if you get into more... Um, other areas of the country, shall we say? It might yeah. be a little more challenging if you head down into the deep south and it's a case involving a hate crime right. or something yeah. like right. that. No, right. No, I agree. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, New England seems to be a pretty well-balanced um eclectic group of people yeah yeah diversity <laughs> you know, diver- that type of yeah. stuff yeah. yeah better than a lot of and places. acceptability you know yeah. they yeah. they're not gonna hate someone right out of the gate just right. before you know just yeah. for a specific reason so yeah hmm. well um when you go back to block island these days now when you do get the chance to go back to block island what's it like for you i love it's, it it's not di- i mean you're not there all summer like you used to be no you've got kids of your own now you've yep. got a house you got you know so what's it like what do you guys do now yeah what's your punch list like, <laughs> yeah. when you, like you know uh do you have a schedule or do you yeah you know? no i mean it's you know it's i found it it's very different now. It's fun to be able to go out there and not be working because it allows me to do what I want to do and see who I want to see. And I just, you know, I remember all those nights at either the Harbor Side or Aldo's or Club Soda when I bartended there. You know, you're like, oh, God, I just want to have weekends off and be able to read a book during the week. And like, what's it like to come out here on the weekends and hang out with your friends? So that part's good in the fact that I can enjoy the restaurants and see people that I want to see. And, you know, I have little kids, so I try to do things with them, you know, the beach and, and play with, you know, I love the fact that they're developing kind of their own set of island friends. So it's yeah. very nostalgic for me, you and, know. And you guys do, you guys all get together. I mean, the crew we were talking about, you yes. come out, you got sometimes, I mean, I've seen you guys uh, during certain summers, uh, you know, the groups, certain sizes, sometimes like some people can't make it one year, but, I, you know, a lot of times it's the whole crew. Right. And I remember walking down the beach and bumping into you guys and it's like the big circle oh, the beach of circle. chairs. Yes. <laughs> and it's like. It's like the circle of death. Like you, you're like, I mean, that in the you're best like, way. Come on, Mark, sit and down. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Should I? All right, I'll sit the firing down. It's squad. always fun. Yeah, yeah. It's totally the fire. So, what are you doing? Who are you dating? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. What's she like? And Mark, uh, stay out of the cooler. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> I was a seagull man. That's yes. the first thing I had. Yes. For. Um, but yeah, it was funny because I, when I saw that, I was like, God, it reminded me of when I first got out yeah. and, and was walking down the beach with you guys and ran into like, the, again, the Moonies, the Kylies, and they were all doing the same thing, yes. you know, sit in the circle. It's like the tradition continues. Yes. And I know? think like for our group of friends, you know, when we first used to hang out together at the back at the beginning, you know, you and me and 
Kate and Aaron and Derek and Aaron Sim- Flannery. The Simmons brothers. Sim- yep, Dave. Uh, Dave, my God. Gravy and Gravy. Steve. And- Gravy worked very closely with your mom as head yes. of the water department for years. And um, more oh, funny, she a good did connection not. I didn't put together. She never knew that his name was Dave. She signed his paycheck for a couple of years before she realized that was his <laughs> that first That was him? Name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows yeah. his real name. A lot of people don't know his real name. But so she, um, but yeah, like that whole crew, you know, we used to sit together at the beach and then now yeah. we sit together at the beach because we come out for the same week every year with all our kids yeah. and we take a picture every year of our kids from oldest to youngest and mine are still at the bottom but you know they're five now and oh it's amazing to see you know the high school kids that yeah you know every half of them have high school kids <sighs> so it's just it's a real array yeah. of but that's the best part being able to like share it with our kids yeah. my, my house is sometimes on her stop during her weekend. Yes, right? always, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. She because was over there last year, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we'd see you at Captain Nick's every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we come to the a, door, right? <laughs> we have a rekindling. Wait, why are you laughing? Hold on, Rich. <laughs> it's, what, been what are you it's been a while, Mark. Whoa, 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 it's what been do you mean? a while. <laughs> I, know, I know I used to torture you. And what are you that, talking about? I apologize. That, what are you talking about? This is my public apology. I knew I'd get it out of you. Yes, no, I will. I'll tell the story really quick. So Amy comes to the door with a bunch of people, and I'm working the door, and she didn't want to pay the cover. I don't blame her. I don't blame her. You know, yeah. she used to come in for everybody's coming for free. But look, you know, it was like uh, you had a bunch of people and stuff. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I'll catch a break five bucks. And she's like, ah, nice. But, you know, hey, maybe, you know, look, I've done it. We've all done it. I'll yeah. tell you the story about when I got kicked. You were probably there when I got kicked out of club soda because I was naked on the bar. Never mind. So, a whole <laughs> different story. Um, but yeah, no, it's all in good fun. And you did apologize. You sent me a very nice card and I'll never forget. It. I might still have it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, on the front was the next day, by the way, hand delivered. Wow. And uh, <laughs> it was a picture of someone sticking their head in a cannon, like being like, <laughs> I feel like an idiot, like, or just shoot me or something. And she said, I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh, God, come on. Water under the bridge. That's you know? so light but, on the list of things we experience <laughs> at the door. Oh, my yeah. God. It was nothing. Yeah. But it was really funny. But you know, now yeah. I feel like being a, a grown up or an adult, if you will, like I would really appreciate, I, I appreciate you guys working the door. Like I can only imagine what that's like. And Oof. I would like to, I don't know, you know, I should, I think everybody at some point should have to sit there and endure it before <laughs> they open their mouth, you know, and that's a life lesson that I've learned. It's, so. it's an interesting I, place I made, to work. That yeah, part. I, yeah. Um, I mean, you think you see some weird shit in the legal system, <laughs> you know? We see it while it's happening. Yeah, yeah. We see it before they come to you. You're dealing with yes. and I've actually, you know, it's funny. I've had some great, you know, when I was working in the Washington County office, had some great trials that took place at Kittens. I mean, Danielle Bates was one of my witnesses one time oh God, because, really? yeah, because she was the bartender, right? And it was a fight between two female. I mean, hilarious. Stephen Filippi, Stephen and Blake, Stephen. I mean, they were witnesses in another case one time, and I remember Steve saying. Oh, he's like, well, you know, Amy. I'm cross-examining him. I'm like, I do know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to get him to describe like Ballard's and the dock or something. And he's like, well, you know. I'm what, like, what, what was the atmosphere? Yeah. Come on, you've been there. Come on, you've been there. <laughs> you know what you we're know. dealing with here. Okay. <laughs> but yes, I do have a newfound appreciation for what you guys do uh, and then for any. Any doorman. So. I, was, I mean, that's how this whole podcast started. In yeah. the first place was just, yeah. just yeah. shooting the shit at the door, yeah. and, you know, talking about crazy people. It's, uh, it's it. I had finally got Patty to come and spend one full evening with me from, Did you? from nine right, to closing. That. And she was astonished. I bet. 
She basically was like, everything you told me is true. <laughs> like, and it was a good night to it. It was an array of various incidents. Not nothing, nothing too bad. Yeah. But mild, just, sh- uh, mild shenanigans. Mild shenanigans. But the, you know, I would tell her some of the things that women would say in various ways. And I don't know if she believed me and, Boom, right out of the gate. Oh, my gosh. I'm wow. not even going to say it on the podcast. Yeah. yeah I no. guess I never thought about that aspect of it. Oh, it's weird. Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, it, it did have its perks sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. A lot of bachelorette parties. Yeah. Made you feel good. <laughs> yeah. You know, made you feel flattered, even though they were blacked out, probably. But, yeah. But, you know, it was a... Uh, yeah, it's better. I mean, you know, better than, uh, I don't know, digging yeah. ditches, I guess, most then, of the time. And then our connection grew with... Well, your friends are my sister-in-law, Nikki, and all that, but then it even grew more when my daughter did some babysitting for yes, you. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I she love- saved my life, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Love the kids. Yes. Yeah. And so Maddie became, um, I had just gone back to work and actually had a nanny who was not working out, and Maddie had just finished working this season on the island because it was right after Columbus Day, and she had just graduated from college. And um, she said to Nikki, tell Amy, you know, if she's ever needs anything to call me and my babysitter had once again fallen something had happened and so maddie ended up taking over full time for us that year and then the following year and in the summers when she went back to work on block island sent me tess who was Lindsay's friend oh, yeah, tess, yep. tess who then and yep. then when tess left to go to block island for the summer which you know they were always like oh god I, i'm gonna i have to leave because i'm gonna go work on block island i'm like preach i want to come with yeah, you you can't, turn, <laughs> you can't turn down that money you can't no. you know i mean i paid them really well but not yeah, but not yeah i get it and um, you don't have a beach fire in your backyard totally you know? yeah. totally and then they um you know and then tess set me up with another one of her friends so i which was great. That took me right up until preschool. So uh, I, I mean, they just five. started kind of a chain reaction, which I, was awesome. I, yeah. I would send stop by and visit Maddie sometimes. <laughs> send the random picture of me reading to the to the two kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and except you're holding a Playboy. Some, some people <laughs> yeah. might panic, but Amy might like this. <laughs> yes, and then all my friends that worked for you at Sharkies. I mean, Christine oh, gosh, Feats. Yeah. And, yeah. My God, Sarah Reardon, the Dimaggios were good friends of mine. Your Dimaggios. Oh, my my cousins, yes. they all worked yeah. there. Yep, they all were all good them. friends of mine yep. growing up, too. And yep. Yeah. They, uh, they worked various capacities, waiting tables, cooking in the kitchen. Matthew cooked in the kitchen yep. with me. He went on to be, he he and he discovered how to, uh, I don't know if I could say this right. He was on the national news a year ago because he figured out how to raise the food that the finding dory fish yes. will eat in captivity. Yes. Like he, he like, you know, so now you Bill can have Nye it. A, the science you guy. Can ha- yeah. He's like Bill Nye, the science guy. Really? Yeah. And he'd be so casual and you'd think he was like some surfer burnout. Totally. And then you'd look at someone <laughs> and be like, I wonder why that grass is doing that. Well, you see the chlorophyll is antifacting <laughs> with the underground acidity in the middle of it. And he'd yeah, be like, it's kind of a rhetorical and question, he goes, but now that you're on it. Now, which order had the fries well done? <laughs> Cause he's the fry cook. <laughs> And he's like, his his IQ is like blowing me out of the water. And That's I'm like, scary. I, back to the chicken fingers. I, you know. Really smart people scare the shit out of me sometimes. <laughs> he, he was just so chill. Yeah. You know, my cousin Michael waited tables there. Yep. Uh, Katie, too. I don't Katie. know if my cousin Teresa worked. She was a younger. She um, was always younger. Yeah. Yep. But mm-hmm. um, nope, all three of them worked we, there at some point. Big family operation. But yeah. But I used to love swinging by and seeing your kids, you know. And yeah. And they were cute. 
Super cute. We are getting uh, kind of towards the end of this wow, thing, that was I fast. think. You know, at time does go quickly when you're gabbing with us, yeah. I guess. You know, we got a lot to talk. We haven't seen each other in a long time. <laughs> no. It's been a while in, you know? Um, so, um, yeah, I guess my last question would be like, what, what, you know, when, when it comes to Block Island, uh, do you see yourselves continuing on coming out every year? Is this going to be a thing? It'll never go away for you guys. Yeah. You think? Okay. I don't think, no, it'll never go away for right. me. Um, I think for my family too, like yeah. it's just part of us and it's and your ingrained folks are in us. Year round now, they're, they still? are, they do, um, summer like May to October on the island and then they come back to Westerly. Oh, good. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So they, uh, um, no, knowing what you know, are you going to encourage your kids to come out? And that work was my and next spend? Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah spending summers and working on Block Island. Yeah, definitely. Because and I started I mean, Fins when I was fourteen. You know, so I what an enlightening yeah, experience, me too. Oh, I bet. Shall we say, yeah, <laughs> Fins enlightened me a lot when I was young too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But um, no, I mean, for the same reason, I think that you have like I lifelong friends. You yes, know, I mean, yes. I met, I started working with the Harbor Seven when I was fourteen, and you know, I mean, talk about I have a couple different crews. Like I have my island crew. I have, um, you know, the we call them the Mooney Bin crew, which is like our our crew, mine and yours, the Mooney Bin crew. <laughs> yeah, and then um, you know, I mean, Missy Gallagher and Stacey Henshaw and Colleen now Ernst was Colleen Dewey yep. and Meredith and Kathleen and Nikki. You know, and Shane Howergan, like that whole crew. I mean, they are, you know, they've been my friends since I was 14. And, you know, you go through everything together. Hey, and it can't be wrong if everybody went on to be doctors and lawyers. You know, I mean, you made it. You know, it was a good. I think it's a great. Except for us. Well, um, yeah. My um, favorite. mm -hmm. I'll I'll end with this. My favorite story is we were on vacation in St. John in 2006. Nikki, myself. Meredith, Kathleen, Colleen, there was a whole bunch of us. And we went on a boat trip one day. And this guy, the boat captain, he was so Block Island. I mean, asleep for the first three stops, got a bacon, egg, and cheese at the fourth, and his board shorts, like, sleeping in between. And he said, I remember jumping off the back of the boat, and he said to Meredith, he's like, what do you people do? You have more booze than a bachelor party. And she was like, oh, do you see that one over there that can't get her flippers on? She's a doctor, and she's a lawyer. I'm like, oh, God, Meredith's like, and the rest of us work in the hospitality business. He's like, okay, that explains it. He's like, I've never seen girls with more booze. Yeah. Well, you know, you well, got to be prepared. You can always get rid of it at the end. Yes. But if you run out. That's a problem, you know. Right. Plus, we're professionals. That's you this know the other true. thing. You come yeah. prepared. You don't roll into like no. boat trips. You know, light, <laughs> no. lightly stocked. It's I just like, saw a, a couple nights ago out for my daughter's birthday, and Amy and I were oh yes <laughs> participating <laughs> in some a fun evening. Cool. Yeah, it was really fun. Can I squeeze in one more question? Absolutely. How are we doing on time? Yeah, no, no, no. There's no uh, hard and fast. I'm just saying we're you know we're getting there. But no, no, keep I going. would love your opinion, and not too vaguely, but do you think that it, it, this is getting serious now? There's all this hubbub constantly over and over again about the mopeds on Block Island. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you think that is something that will ever be worthwhile pursuing legally? No. No. They can't They can't win, right? It's You know, I don't... There's nothing to win. There's nothing to win. I mean, I've read all that stuff and the consent degrees and things like that. And I think, you know, I mean, for the very few that it, you know, that abuse it, right. you know, I mean, there are so many people that enjoy it and can do it safely and things of that nature and and there's there's i mean there's bad apples everywhere you know and unfortunately i think 
I'll probably get crucified for saying this, but, you know, a couple summers ago when there were those terrible accidents, you know, we live in a, Black Island's a small town. When you compare it to how many terrible things happen on the mainland all the time, I mean, it's magnified. And I think it's just, you know, I wish they would all come together and just kind of work something out. And I think the moped owners are willing to do it, you know? Yeah. I think last year was a good step in the direction where they really started to punish the user. Yes, you right. know that's well, who has the to get the message. Yeah, chief, yes. yeah, had a lot to do. Everybody with all around yeah. the BI Times helped putting it right. on the front yep. cover and yep. stuff. And I think that that's the one you got to go after. Is you know we sent them. We wasn't my place. I just worked there, but the message was sent that if you come to Captain X with a fake ID, it's going to get taken away. Yeah, right. And all of a sudden, it was hard to find one because people knew and right. they, they learned and said, "Oh, we're going to go to." I'm not going to say it, but you know, somewhere you know else. Yeah. They go somewhere else. They go somewhere else yeah. where they're going to maybe sneak under the radar. Yeah. And right. I think that it's the same thing with that. I think if the message starts getting sent, oh, yeah, we rent a mopeds, cost a ton of money, and the cops took them because I was doing, you know, bunny hops. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. That's it. I, I think the whole idea of trying to get rid of them completely is just not going to ever yeah. happen. It's not going to work. So not going to happen. I don't, I don't think, think so. it should. I, don't I mean, I think either. it's a necessity. Fun. Have you ever seen anyone that's not smiling when they're riding a moped, by the way? I mean, there ever, are ever seen anyone that's looking miserable riding right. a moped? You can't. You can't. There's people oh. that, and, and, you know, I always go back to, and I think Leo made a very good point a couple years ago. Um, and I'm not saying this just because he's my good friend, but like when there were those accidents and there were issues with the mopeds, they were always all oh, the mopeds, the mopeds, the mopeds. He's like, what about the bars? What about the liquor stores? Like, are you punishing them for serving these people or doing things of that nature? Can you do that in his voice for him? Oh my God. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Speaking of a good guest. We're trying. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna yeah. yeah, we're going to try. Oh, Leo on gonna, that's minute. one of our white whales. Yeah, you know, he'd he'd be great. Johnny and Leo at the same time. <gasps> that would be the best. It would be the best. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll let you know if that happens. You can come and like. Uh, I just want to watch it. I yeah. just want to sit yeah. there. I will do. not say a word. I think with your skills, I want you to be the lie detector, just shaking your head. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, this doesn't sound like he's telling the truth. Well, I, I mean, talk about so many good memories with them. Oh my you know, God, so and funny. truth be told, they're so honest. So like, honest. they literally. There's no filter. There's no filter. They'll tell you what they yeah. think. Period. They, the end. You know. Oh, I remember growing up in my house when Derek and Josh and you guys worked oh, there, yeah. and they would Derek or Josh would not show up for work, and Johnny would start calling at like eight oh five, you know, and ring, 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 and I'm pretty sure he would call, and then he would zip up, and then he would be in my house. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. that's to me multiple times. Josh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and is that his fault or yours? What's what? that? Is that his fault or yours? Oh, I didn't say it was his fault. My fault. Totally my fault. I was sleeping. But I mean, I literally remember like getting out of my bed one morning up above Captain Nick's. All the other guys had already gone. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm late. And I get up. And literally, I'm in my underwear. And the door kicks open. Yes. Seagull. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm standing here in my underwear, Johnny. I'm coming to work. He's like, well, make it fucking snappy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they so turned great. and slammed the door and walked out. I'm like, you know, you can't do that anymore. If like, you know, you're, oh, you know, if you're no. like in the office and you're, you know, someone that works in the office doesn't show up, you can't. Dude, no, just no. bust down no, the no. door at their house. Totally <laughs> I'm just going to get a cigarette you know. out yeah, of yeah, his yeah. mouth. He doesn't my, even take the cigarette out of his mouth. my foyer. Yeah, yeah, smoking in well, your look, room. In, in all honesty, we want to have Johnny on the uh, on the podcast, but it's just like, it, it would be tough because he'd be on his cell phone most of the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, I told you, sell it. What are you doing? And I didn't say that. You I know, talked to him the other day about it, though. He said uh, he could do it. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Cool. That'd be awesome. It would definitely be awesome. It would be a blast. Well, uh... 
God, uh, this has been fun. This, this has, has been, been fun. fun. Yeah, um, we don't catch up enough. Let's, no. uh, and you're only one town over, too. I mean, I know. What the heck? I know. You're busy. Are you kids. really? Well, no. Close? I'm in Smithfield. Oh, I thought my, you were in West? No, my parents are oh, in Westerly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Duh, duh, duh. Okay. okay, okay. I, was um, gonna, I thought I remember that if I drove to I Westerly. Know. I barely I remember, remember where I live. in the middle of the state somewhere. <laughs> and I live here. We're in my house. I don't even know where I am. Yeah. Um. So we usually do this thing at the end, Amy, called the lightning round. How do you feel about that? Cool. We're just going to throw some questions at you. And, uh, you know, you go ahead and throw back the first uh, response that you have. I'm down. You okay. want to go first? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Fire away. Is it on the drive? I'm not looking at the notes. Do you oh, yeah, it's on there. I'm going to cut this out. Hang on. Let me just pull it up. Okay. I just took a shot in the dark. And hope that we had one. Yeah, no, I did one. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We each have our roles. Yes. Okay, ready? Do you find it? Yeah. Okay, Amy, what's your favorite beach on Block Island? Um, State Beach. PPP or OIP? Oh, God. Mm, the Albion. No. <laughs> um, no, OIP. 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 If you were a spy, what would your code name be? Oh, my God. 007. Oh. All right. That might All be right. taken, but we'll check. It's okay. He's gone now. I think he retired. Yeah. Um, is your bed made right now? Uh, yes, always. Hmm. Uh, would you ever appear on a reality TV show? Um, probably not at this point. Fair enough. I understand. Yeah. It's kind of like this. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> this is as close as you're going to get. Salty or sweet? Salty. Same with me. Uh, what is your favorite Christmas carol? Oh, my gosh. Um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's a good one. Nice. Bonus question. How much do you think is a fair cover charge to charge a Captain Nix? Oh, my God. Five bucks. Fair enough. <laughs> Done. Bravo. Yay. Bravo. Amy Dodge, thanks so much. Thank for, you so much for having me. Thanks for taking so the time. Great. It's been a blast. Oh, we really it has appreciate been a blast. it. Loved having you as a guest. And uh, you listeners, uh, keep an eye out for us on social media. You can email us at twoguysonbi at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook and uh, Twitter. And, I mean, I'm uh, sorry. Instagram. Let, let, yeah, Instagram. we don't tweet. Yeah, that's like sorry. for famous people. Yeah, We're almost sorry. famous, I guess. I should have let Mark say that That's line. okay. Uh, Instagram, that's the one with the pictures, all the fun pictures yes. that you could just like go through. Um, and yeah, but most important thing is uh, please make sure you tell all your friends about the podcast and uh, you know, look for us when you come out and visit on Block Island. We love to say hi to everybody. So uh, that's about it. Uh, until next time, I guess. Right, Rich? Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Well, I'll see you next time. I'll see you next time. See ya. Hey, do you think two guys should start a Tinder profile? Is that a I thing? Th- I don't know what these kids are up to. Tinder could days. be good. I think a fans only page is more our speed. Oh, okay. Yeah. All we right. can make some serious bucks All right. doing that. Bucks. Yeah. All right. There's All a right. lot of clam fetish people out there. Ah, bivalve. Mm-hmm. That's what we call it. Sexy. Bivalve.com. What shall we do with the shark and sailor? What shall we do with the shark and sailor? What shall we do?